This is the When Life Happens podcast, the real podcast all about helping real people overcome real life issues successfully. And since life never stops, let's get after it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the When Life Happens podcast. I'm your host, William Jackson, and I'm always excited when we have another opportunity to live, learn, and grow together. And I'm excited because the amount of time that we spend in these moments, I believe is going to transform how we think, how we approach problems in our lives. And it's going to give us perspective that is going to be so beneficial to our future. And if you're watching this, or if you've been listening to the podcast for any amount of time, I want to say thank you. Your presence, your intentional investment of your time is the greatest commodity that you have available to you. You can get more material things. You can go on more trips. You can gain more houses and cars. But what we don't get back is time. This moment that's happening right now, we will never see again. So it's my goal to always add value to the time that you spend listening and watching the podcast. And I'm grateful for wherever you're listening and watching from. And if you know somebody who may benefit from these life practical skills, who needs to know a plan or have a process for when life happens, share the podcast with them. Say, hey, this is something you need to take notice of. Listen to it. Watch it. Start the dialogue. When you share the podcast, when you like it, when you comment on it, when you are intentionally investing activity around the podcast, it it broadens our audience and helps us reach more people. So thank you for your investment of your time, because when we get these life practical tools down in these moments, it will eventually or inevitably save us time in the future. One of the greatest things that I hate is wasting time. I hate it. I always want to make sure that I'm maximizing my moments because this is the only thing that I don't get back. So I'm going to share with you a story today that literally just happened um, this morning. And I felt like it was necessary to shift my entire topic of what I was going to dive into because this hit me so heavy and it was so incredible when it happened. I always love when God drops just new, fresh innovative ways of approaching life that you may have never seen it before. So I'm going to share a little details about some a story that took place this morning that has literally changed my life. I hope you're ready. If you, if you have a pen or paper, or if you got something that you can take some notes down, I want you to write down a couple of things I'm going to give you. I love acronyms because it makes it easy to remember things when you know certain things that apply with acronyms, it lodges in your memory, like how to do math. You know, there was the formula of how to approach math when you have parentheses and exponents and multiplication and division, addition, subtraction. There was an acronym that you could actually apply so that you could remember what to do when. Now, I'm not talking about this new math. I'm talking about the old regular math, the math that has been math since math began. Now, this new math of you got to go left and then turn right just to 
turn around in a circle and then add six boxes to three cupboards to understand what six plus three is. But then you can't just add six plus three. You got to add six plus three plus two, then divide it and then subtract it. And then you have to add 19 boxes and then walk it backwards. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the original foundational math of how you actually figured out problems. There was a formula, so to speak, of how to approach your problems. So today I'm going to give you a formula that actually was dropped on me from my own experience. So this morning I got into the shower and I was getting ready and I knew I had to wash my hair and I knew I didn't have that much time. So I started the shower. I don't know if you are a pre-starter of the shower where you start it and you let it run and you get nice and hot and then you can jump right in and actually begin to enjoy it immediately. Or you may be one of those, you just, you have this level of Teflon skin. As soon as you turn it on, you jump right in, whether it's cold, whether it's hot and you just go at it. I like to make sure that, you know, I can jump in and I'm not met with freezing cold water or that I'm not met with scalding hot water. So I start the shower and I'm getting ready and I'm about to jump into the shower. And when I pull back the shower curtain, I saw that the water in the tub was pooling and it was not going down the drain. So I'm short on time, right? And this is normally when stuff happens is when you're short on time. Have you ever been rushing and you got to get out of here quickly and then all of a sudden Everything that could go wrong goes wrong. Normally, traffic doesn't bother you. But somehow, when you are in a rush, everybody has nowhere to be at any particular time. They are just taking their time. They're just cruising. And some of them look like they're cruising down memory lane because they're not even focused on what's going on around them. When you're rushing, you need things to happen and be in place when they need to be in place. And for some reason, if you got two minutes left to get to a meeting and you are coming in and the elevator is open, you can almost guarantee that as soon as you get to that elevator, the probability of it closing on you is high because when you're in a rush, everything that could go wrong goes wrong. So I'm, I'm in a rush, right? So I don't really have the time to properly process. And that's what happens when we're in a rush is we eliminate the opportunity to properly process because I got to get somewhere fast. When I'm faced with a situation and something happens and I don't have the time to think through it effectively, I just tap into my unconscious mechanisms and I just get into autopilot. How can I get out of the situation quickly? And some of us who've been in this constant state of rushing throughout our lives, where you always had responsibility. If you were like me, you had responsibility at a very early age and it taught you the mindset of, I need to be at a specific place for the people who are counting on me, for the responsibilities that I have. And sometimes that can create a sense of rushing in your mind, in your heart, in your spirit, where you always feel like, okay, I have to do more because I need to be prepared. And when you're always rushing, it's hard to properly process what's going on around you. So that's what happened to me this morning. I was getting ready and the shower was running. I pulled back the shower curtain 
and the water is pooling in the tub. Because I don't have the time to stop, let it drain and figure it out, I jump in and I'm taking my shower and I say, you know what? I'm not going to be able to wash my hair. Let me just quickly figure out, you know, I'm, I'm analyzing while I'm in it. That's another thing that we do is we try to analyze from within instead of taking a moment to stop, step out of it and see the bigger picture. I can't tell you how many times I have tried to analyze things in the midst of it. And I was talking to my wife about this. It's so hard to see the things that you know, that you know, that you know are true when you're in it. Listen, we build people for a living. I have dedicated my life to building people and organizations, but there are some times when I get in the same situation that I could have just told someone how to get out of, that I could have just given someone the blueprint of how to maneuver through. And all of a sudden, it seems like my eyes don't work. <laughs> and now I'm trying to figure my way out because it's hard to analyze from within. This is why you need people to come alongside you who have language and perspective for not just your future, but that can have insight to where you are right now because they may be able to see things that you can't see. I tell people all the time, my friends, especially my wife, listen, tell me what you see. And here's the truth is that sometimes because we get married to what's happening on the inside, it's hard to receive the the clear clarity of someone who sits outside of your situation. So I'm trying to analyze from within and I'm in the shower and the water is pooling and it's not going down. And I'm trying to rush and take a shower at the same time, trying to analyze the situation to figure out what's going on. So while I'm taking a shower, I have already come to the conclusion. I can't take uh, a shower where I, I wash my hair. So it's just going to have to. Now I'm trying to figure out what's my plan B because I can't wash my hair. So I just got to figure that out. Then I'm trying to figure out why is this water pooling in the tub? Why is it stopped up? So I'm thinking, OK, maybe, you know, we have a six year old. Maybe something went down the drain um, when he was taking a, t a tubby, what we call a, a bath. And maybe something slipped down or, you know, maybe there was something that my wife was washing and maybe it went down in the drain. I'm trying to go through all of the reasonings that I think are logical as to why this is taking place, because I know that I didn't do anything to clog it up. So I'm, I'm analyzing while I'm trying to rush and also trying to figure out what's going to be my next step, because I've already come to the conclusion that I can't do what I originally planned to do. And my mind is in this whirlwind of trying to figure it out. What am I supposed to do right now? What happened? Okay, now what I can't do and now what I have to do as a result. And I'm in this constant state where I don't have clarity because I have overloaded my mind with the thoughts of how can I necessarily quick fix this situation? How can I get to the place where this issue that's in front of me, I can rectify it immediately. Why? Because I don't have time to figure it out. So I need a quick resolution. So I'm trying to figure out how to fix the issue of me not being able to wash my hair and to prepare effectively. And then I'm also trying to fix the issue that I'm in. And how many of us have been in a space where we're trying to fix 
the situation that we're in and the situation that's coming after us that we haven't even prepared or we don't even have a awareness of what's actually going to take place next. We get into this constant rush, I think, because we have this over obsession with time because I'm always preparing for what's coming next so I can overanalyze what's now in preparation for what's next. So I'm in this whirlwind and I'm trying to figure it out. And I'm like, okay. So I, I got to the place where I have already removed the opportunity to prepare effectively. And I've already settled on the idea that I have to make an adjustment. Meanwhile, trying to figure it out. And I can't seem to wrap my mind around it. So now I'm saying, okay, so what I'm going to have to do is after I get out, I'm going to have to let the water drain. I'm going to have to go buy some Drano or a snake. I'm going to have to try to get down in the tub to try to figure out what's in there. So I'm already thinking about, okay, I'm going to have to spend this. I'm going to have to go get this. And I got to fix the situation. Why? Because I am a natural fixer. And after a while, I'm in there. Now, the water has gotten up to my ankles, over my ankles, and it's uncomfortable. I don't know if you've ever stood in the shower where water is just pooling around your feet. It is an uncomfortable feeling. So now I'm trying to rush the shower. I'm like, I just need to get out of here because this is not kosher. I need to get out. No, I, this has to end right now. And then all of a sudden, there was a light bulb moment. And the light bulb went off and something said, hey, 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 um, you, you see that little that little button down there that 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 it's flipped up. Maybe, maybe you should try to just flip that down. And I stopped for a moment and I all, almost just start going in on myself. You know, because that's the tendency when you see something that's been right in front of your face all along and you have the light bulb moment. The first thing that you want to do is, oh, my, how did you miss that? That's right in front of your face. That's just dumb. What? How, how could you not see that? But I didn't do that. I had to stop myself because that's the natural tendency, because we have this thing that says I should have saw that. That's where guilt starts to come into place. That's when we start beating ourselves up is when we see things or when hindsight is 2020 and we travel through our decisions or our experiences. And then you reach a point where you have this aha moment. And then it's like, man, I should have saw that. How could you not see those red flags? How could you not see that this was going to be a bad business deal? How could you not see and understand that the things that you have that are right in front of you are going to be catastrophic if you don't stop here now? And I started to almost do that. And I started to say, OK, I should have saw that. And I just flipped the switch down and I realized that the stopper was up. And then I start almost chuckling because I realized how much time I wasted. When I thought that I was rushing because I didn't have time, I, I started to really think about the fact that if I had just stopped and taken a few minutes to identify the source of the problem, I could have saved myself all of the stress, the worry to trying to figure out stuff that I didn't even have to figure out. And I, I stopped and realized 
that in this aha moment, that majority of time in my life, and I think in a lot of people's lives, is I had jumped into immediate fix-it mode. And there are some things that when I look back over my life, that when I tried to fix it, I was putting undue stress, unnecessary stress on me because the things that I was trying to fix, I should have stopped and take a moment and realize that this isn't something I need to fix. There's just something I need to flip. And it hit me. And for some reason, I never saw how much I jump into fix it mode when there are moments when maybe I just need to stop and see, is there something that I need to flip? It's like if you've ever been in a house and there's a storm and your power goes out. Immediately, if you don't have an awareness of your house or how to get things back in order, or if an area of the functionality in your house goes out, we try to assess, analyze, and fix the problem. So we start looking at, okay, maybe it's something that's broken here. What, what happens here? Is there something that I need to plug in? Is there something I need to take out? Is this machine faulty? And we start questioning all of these alternatives when the person who has a knowledge and awareness stops and says, let me go check the circuit breaker. Let me go see if something has been flipped. Because if the circuit has been tripped and the switch is flipped, I could easily get back to doing what I was doing if I get to the source and flip the switch. But so many times we want to go quickly to fix the situation. And there may be an opportunity for us to see that, hey, this isn't something I need to fix. This is something that I need to flip because jumping in the fix it mode is you trying to go through all of the analytical processes of what to do in this moment that could make the situation turn around quickly. If you really think about when we jump in the fix it mode it's because one, we haven't stopped and properly assessed the situation or two, we're in a hurry. We don't really have time. Or three, we see this as an inconvenience and our frustration leads us to a place where I just want to get this fixed now. I don't care what it is, just how can I fix it? That's how I was. I'm standing in the shower and realized that I'm going through all of these scenarios and all I had to do was flip the switch. So I want to give you this acronym, FLIP, F-L-I-P, because I feel like if we understand the necessity of stopping and flipping the switch, we can save ourselves time. And I'm going to help you flip the switch today. In the area where you may be worried about, you may be in a space where you're trying to, to figure out what's the necessary route, what plans you're trying to prepare for what's next. And this is a way, if we start applying this, this flip model to how we address situations, it really could save us some time. So if you're looking at flip as an acronym, what I first had to realize is in order to really assess the situation, I have to look at my faith. Now, faith in the aspect of what am I believing about this situation? What is my belief system that's taking over in this situation? What am I believing? 
what is tied to the essence of my faith in this moment? Because our brains are hardwired to confirm what we believe. So I got into the shower and I believed that something was in the drain that was causing the water to pull, which in essence led me down the rabbit hole of trying to figure out how to fix the drain. So what are you believing about this situation? When you get into a, a moment where life happens and things don't seem to go the way that you expected them to go, what are you believing about the situation? Because whatever you believe is what becomes real. Nothing is real until you make it real. So what are you believing? Where is your faith in this moment? When you get a negative prognosis, when you get a doctor's report that says that this is terminal or that this is going to happen in the next six months, what is your belief system? Because whatever you tie your belief to is what becomes real, right? So that's the F. What's the next letter? L. If we're talking about flipping the switch, my faith and what I'm believing about it, but also what is the extent of my learning in this moment? What have I learned previously that has led me to a point where my unconscious thought processes kick in? Because the truth of the matter is, in order to effectively process situations, you have to be a lifelong learner. You have to be able to stop and not think that you already know what's going on. You have to always be the student. Okay, what is happening in this moment that I can stop and learn? Let me uh, assess the situation. Let me not automatically think that I know what's happening and I know what needs to be done. Let me put on my learner hat. Let me be a lifelong learner in every situation because every problem presents another opportunity to learn something else. And if I would have stopped and just, just put on the hat of a learner, let me just... Let me think. Let me see. Let, let me just embrace the situation currently. A lot of times we get into situations where we say, you know what? I, I, I know what I need to do and I'm just going to go and do it. And we can be absolutely wrong. Can I help you, especially for the married folks? When we hit issues in situations, if you are a lifelong learner of your spouse, of your partner, you won't be tied to a version of them that they have evolved from. If you get to the space where you are constantly learning your spouse and you're, you're learning this version of them, then it won't frustrate you or you won't get to a place where when they have grown and evolved, now you are expecting them to be a version that they are no longer because you are married to a past version as they have grown and evolved. We need to be growing and evolving together. This is where parents get into situations It's because I, you know, I just want my baby back. Okay. Well, the way that the DNA is set up, the way that God designed us is we are not going to stay babies forever. <laughs> so as my child grows and he evolves, I need to grow and evolve with this version. 
Because if not, then I'm going to walk into problems that could have been avoided if I have a learning hat on. If I'm approaching everything, not like I am the subject matter expert, but I'm coming in to learn, to assess. Let me figure out what's going on. It's it's tailoring your response to each specific situation, not having a blanket response of knowing that I just know what to do because this is what normally happens in this situation. Because when we start applying what normally happens in situations to every situation, we can project a energy or a incorrect way of thinking or an improper perspective, which creates a tailwind or spiral. And now things have gotten worse because we didn't stop and say, okay, let me figure out what's actually going on here. Let me just take it all in. Let me just assess. Let me embrace it. Let me learn in this moment and not just figure it out and move on. Right. So I got to address not just my faith, what I'm believing, but my ability to learn. What am I learning in this situation? So the next thing that I have to be aware of or take note of is my level of investment. Am I invested in this situation enough that at one, I can alter my belief pattern and tailor my learning experience to this specific situation? Am I invested enough to the point where I am able to stop and assess or am I just trying to get through it quickly? Because we all have those situations where I'm only investing a little bit of my time because I don't have a lot of it. So if I can only give you a few moments, then I'm not necessarily totally invested in this moment. And, and I'm going to give you some truth, some, some honest, hard truth is that situations will not ever get to the place where they are fully rectified and resolved and you can't move on from something if you haven't stopped and fully invested in this moment. If you're having conflict, if you are in a space where you're trying to figure things out in your business, if you're trying to raise children, if you're trying to get your family to a space where you guys are all on one accord, if you're trying to reunite with some family members, if you're trying to do anything of purpose, it's going to take a full level of investment in this moment. And a lot of times we can't invest in this moment because I'm too busy focused on the next moment. I'm looking past this moment and I'm focused on the next moment. And that was me. I wasn't invested in this moment. I was looking at the next one. So I'd already created a plan and an alternate reality for the next moment because I was not fully invested in this moment. When you reach a place where things start to go crazy or you are experiencing problems or turmoil, or you have some difficulty when life happens, stop for a moment and lean into this moment, invest into this moment, because when you are fully invested, you can fully extract what's happening in this moment. And then you can actually effectively bring resolution so that you don't have to circle back to it. Some of our cycles in life have been in place because when we were faced with a situation, when we were faced with a problem, when we were faced with a difficulty, we didn't stop and invest fully in this moment. We gave pieces of ourselves to it. So we had partial resolution. And when there is partial resolution, the probability of it circling back is high. 
So I have to check my level of investment. Am I fully invested in this moment? Am I fully here and present? Because if I'm fully here and present, I can understand what's happening versus trying to superimpose my thought process of what I believe to be happening. When I'm invested, I can actually see what's going on. And here's the last thing. After I have addressed my level of faith, what am I believing about this moment? After I have put my learning hat on, let me tailor my experience and let me lean in and learn and figure out what's happening in this moment and not automatically think I know what to do. Then I invest fully where I am fully committed to this moment so that I can have complete resolution instead of partial resolution. Then I have to address the fact if I have the patience enough to work through the process of finding resolution. Am I rushing? Am I in a state where I just want to get this done? Where I just want to end this conversation? Where I just want to get out of this moment? Because that's the natural human tendency is to have the thought of how can I get out of this difficult moment quickly? How can I end this conversation? How can I end this moment? How can I stop it and move on? And when we don't have patience with our problems and figuring out the true essence of how to process it, then we move on, we internalize pieces, we tuck it away for a later day. Conflict re-arises if I don't have the patience enough to say, hey, let me stop. I know I may be a few minutes behind, but this moment matters. So let me be patient enough to approach this properly so that we can figure this out and have a complete aspect of healing, a complete aspect of where we are are reconciled and complete reconciliation. If we are in a space now where there is a complete process of resolution and I have a complete answer. Because the worst thing that we can do, especially when we're dealing with situations and people, is walk away with partial answers or partial resolution, and we haven't figured it out. And what happens is as the water begins to pull in our proverbial situation, and we're standing in the situation, and it seems like it's only getting tougher to get out of, it's only getting more difficult, the easiest way to get out of it is the the way that we normally choose. But if I lean in and invest fully and let me have patience, if I got to sit here for a moment until we figure this out, then guess what? We're going to figure it out because I need to have patience enough to get this completely resolved so that I don't leave cracks open for us to fall back into this situation again. If I would have not paid attention and had the patience enough to stop and assess then I would have got out the shower. I would have went on throughout my day. I would have been frustrated because my day started off in a way that that is not setting me up to win. And then I would have been taking that energy into every interaction. And then I would have invested and in, in found things to try to fix a situation that didn't need to be fixed in that manner. And then I would have came back and guess what? It still would have been there. The water still would have been there. Then I would have poured the, the drain on down the drain and it wouldn't have worked. I would have gotten a snake and I would have been jabbing it down into the drain and it wouldn't have worked. 
And a lot of us have gotten to that place sometimes where I'm trying this and I'm trying that and I'm trying to figure it out and it's not working. Maybe because I didn't stop and have the patience enough to sit here and figure it out in this moment. There are certain things that you can jump in and fix. If you just know what you're doing, it's a quick fix. But there are a lot of things where you got to stop and flip the switch. Flip the switch in your perspective. What am I believing? What am I learning in this moment? Am I fully invested to this moment? Am I giving you my undivided attention? Am I giving this problem my undivided attention? And am I exercising patience with it? Because if the first thing doesn't work, I can't just go away from it and say, forget it. Because I can come to complete resolution if I stop trying to fix it and flip the switch. I hope you got something out of today's episode. This has really changed my perspective and I'm taking this perspective with me in everything that I do before I fix. Let me see if there's something that I need to flip. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the When Life Happens podcast. I hope that you found this episode both impactful and inspiring. Before you go, like and share the show, subscribe to it, leave us a comment, rate us and review us on all podcast platforms. Your engagement helps us reach more people and create a better show. But the fun doesn't have to stop here. If you're interested in more resources and tools of how to live a fulfilled life and step fully into your purpose or purchase your copy of the life-changing book, When Life Happens, head over to www.theofficialwilliamjackson.com for more information. Until next time, keep rising, keep thriving. And remember that no matter what life throws your way, you have everything inside of you you need to overcome and succeed when life happens. Well, that's all the time that we have.